This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. It's in the Amplified Bible. Turn your Bible, if you will, to 2 Timothy 3 and 16. And we're going to entitle this, uh, and this is one of the foundation stones uh, for life, uh, for my life, for your life, our life, for the believer's life. And we're going to title this, Reading Your Bible. Now, Master, I don't pray for an anointing to speak because your word's already anointed. You are the one who speaks to hearts today. What I do pray for is a hearing. And Lord, I don't pray for a surface hearing and a hearing only, but I pray for a deep hearing of an instruction and a revelation of in the keeping of those things that we are greatly rewarded. Of the doing of them, we are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, the foundation, number one foundation for life is establishing the daily habit of reading your Bible. Now, I know some of you have already rolled your eyes in the realm of the Spirit, uh, looked sideways and said, oh boy, here we go again. No, we're not going to go around the same mountain again. We're not in the same place that we were in before, and you're not going to hear it like you've ever heard it before. You're going to hear it like you've never heard it before. Amen. And don't say, I can't, because I'm going to pull the scriptures out on you. Let's say this right now. Amen. Before we listen with the I can'ts, let's go ahead and get inside of God's I can plan today. Say this after me, please, because confession does bring possession. I have strength. For all things in Christ who empowers me, I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Amen. All right. Now that we've made that adjustment, we can. See, you can establish habits. You've already established some. Some of you are habitual and daily in certain things that you do. It doesn't take very long uh, before we uh, look over our life and we can realize that there are certain things that are a habit for you that you, you do it without really thinking too much about it. It's just something you've decided to do. You've decided to do that every day. And it's something that you actually do every day. And so it's a habit. That's right. Amen. That's right. So if you can form a habit with natural things, yes, amen, you can form a habit with spiritual things. And in fact, we do. Amen. Because we are, truth be told, creatures of Habit. Amen. Now, it doesn't take that long even naturally to, to 
the experts argue, you know, over the time frames, you know, but it's simply a matter of days. Simply a matter of days, a few weeks, and you can establish a change in your life. You can fix a change in your life. You can do differently in your life. You can change from one to another. Amen. Replace a thing with another thing in a matter of days. Think of that, that, uh, that, uh, and think of this message today as a key to your walk and your journey with God into 2017. Now, it's, this is a key, all right? It's not enough for me to shout about that I have the key to my truck and that my truck is sitting in the driveway. I got the key, the truck's sitting in the driveway. Hallelujah. But until I go out there, put the key in the truck, and listen, and actually start the truck, put it into gear, I can't go no way. The purpose of the truck, after all, is to take me where I must go, where I want to go. Amen. So this message today is a key. But it won't do you any good. Are you listening? If you don't put, if you don't start it, if you don't use it, if it doesn't, if you don't apply its purpose, what's the purpose of a message from God to change our life? See right here at the first of the new year, hear it and obey it. Put this message in, the purpose of this message is so you would not just hear it, but that you would find the way to do it. In your personal life. Your Bible reading time might not look like my Bible, my Bible reading habit. Okay? But we both should have one. Now, uh, put this message into practice means take action on it, act on it, take it personally, make it practical, and you'll find that it's powerful. All right. Now, nothing will happen until you decide and you start it. Now, 2 Timothy 3.16, the Bible says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Now, the truth is, there's nothing more powerful than the Word of God. It is God's answer to every question in life and for every human need. It contains the power to meet every need in our lives. Proverbs 4 and 20 says, Attend to my words. The Message Bible says, Dear friend, listen well to my words. Tune your ears to my voice. Keep my message in plain view at all, time, at all times. Concentrate. Learn it by heart. Those who discover these words live, really live. Body and soul, they're bursting with health. Now, Jesus, in speaking to the church, in the, uh, the church as in the church at large in the book of Revelation, over and over and over repeated, are your ears awake? Look at your neighbor and say, are your ears awake? Listen. Listen to the wind words the Spirit is blowing through the churches. Now, listen, nothing is more profitable, advantageous, or advancing for your life than attending to a daily habit that is personal, that is practical, doable, a Bible reading plan. If you don't have a plan, then you're, then you're 
then you're, you're planning to fail. You have to... God has plans for your life. For I know the plans that I have for you. So we should have a plan, amen, in life. You should have a contingency plan. I'm going to read my Bible every day. If I skip a day, I'm going to say, Lord, forgive me for not being diligent. And I'm going to get right back on track. Then I'll double up. If I skip three days, I've got a contingency of the contingency. I'm going to repent. Are you listening? Change my mind and my ways. And I'm going to get right back on course. I'm not going to let the devil uh, beat me out of my source of life. Amen. A Bible reading plan. Now, I want to stretch us beyond just that I'm going to read the Bible today. Today is too small of a plan. We need to say, I'm going to uh, read the Bible all the way through this year. Not just, and that will include today, all right? Today, tomorrow, all of it's included in that. But let's have a, a, a plan for this year. Amen. For a whole year, I'm committed that daily, I'm going to discipline myself. Now listen, self-discipline is one of the characteristics of the fruit of the Spirit. And it's a, fa- it's a cornerstone of, of character in our lives. Amen. We need to learn how to manage our own self. Amen. Choose for our own self. Decide our own time. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Now, the, the work is already done. There, there, is, there is so many entire Bible formats. So they'll say the read through the, you know, read about one, once, one, a, once a day Bible, read through the Bible in a year. There are different translations. There's where you can actually buy that and they put that together. They have New Testament, Old Testament, Psalms, and Proverbs in it. You know, the different ones are different. Uh, but, I mean, they're readily available. Ten, twelve bucks. I mean, cheap. All right. Uh, if, if that uh, doesn't uh, uh, meet your taste buds, then you can Google up on the Internet. You know, I mean, every ministry out there, uh, you know, all kinds of have these, uh, uh, have Bible reading prints, read through the Bible in a year that give you the scriptural references. I prefer the one that's already done for me. You know, I don't like to cook my own. I like Sandy cooked stuff for me. She's just better, amen. But I like one that's already done. I take that, that Bible is the one, that's my reading Bible. Find you an easy read version. Don't, you know, don't get one that's so fancy and, and ununderstandable. Get one that's just conversational, all right? Like you and God are having a conversation. It's just you're going to read through the Bible in a year. Find one that's easy to read, all right? Now, Decide on one that fits you, that fits your life. And most require an investment of 10 to 15 minutes a day. 10 or 15 minutes per day. Just 10 or 15 minutes of every day. That is such a small amount of time, that an investment that will pay such huge dividends. I mean, listen, listen, this is very, very practical. All right? If it's not practical, it's not doable. But this is very practical and very doable. You know, you ha- I don't know how many sets of 15 minutes you have in the day, but certainly you could devote one of those to something that is going to magnificently, wondrously, powerfully impact your life. Amen. Now, what about you? Have you made the commitment to God to read your Bible every day? 
Is this an area in which you've been on again, off again? Would you like to become consistent and regular in reading God's Word? Well, good news, because if you will allow the Holy Spirit, He will. See, if you will, say, if I will, He will. See, Holy Spirit will help you, and you can win this victory in your life. Let's get ourselves in 15 minutes of victory. Amen. At the first part of the day. I recommend, you know, uh, doing it first, not after. I recommend giving God the first. Seek first the kingdom of God. Amen. Now, let's look at the benefits outlined in the scripture in Second Timothy 3 and verse 16. Now, I've got to run through this, so I'm not going to look up at the clock because it's telling the truth. Amen. Number one, profitable for doctrine. Profitable means needful, mandatory, essential, or an absolute requirement. God's Word is not optional in our lives, but is an absolute requirement for us as believers. Now, the word doctrine means those things that we affirm and believe to be true. The foundation, doctrine is the foundation of what we believe. Don't get religious with this word. They've run off and perverted it. Doctrine actually means this. It impacts what we think. It affects our worldview. It determines our convictions and standards. God's word is mandatory, essential, and obligatory as an absolute requirement for our lives to be built on the Bible foundation of what is right and wrong, living our lives with the Bible as our guidebook and law for life, obeying it absolutely to the best of our ability if we are to live truly. All right. The Word of God also provides, the, it produces, the next one, reproof in our lives. Now, that is a Greek word, elegamos, where it means, and, it, and it's found nowhere else but this one time in the New Testament, and it means simply conviction. The Word is light, and it shines into our lives so strong that it exposes every dark area that remains in our souls and our minds. And as the Word shines on our darkness and works in our hearts and minds, we are reproved or convicted and censored by the Holy Spirit. The result is we don't have to remain in the dark. We're changed to be in the light. And as our minds are renewed, to think correctly. Now, the next term, the Bible says that the Word of God corrects or brings correction. Uh, reproof and correction are two different things. Now, this is a compound word in the Greek, and it means wherever, at any moment or at any time, straight, erect, level, or upright. It means this, that whenever, wherever, at any moment or at any time, a person decides and allows the Holy Spirit to build their life on the Word of God, the light will shine into the deepest parts of their being to expose the dark areas that need to be changed and that word, God's word, will release the power required and necessary for the change. God's word will lift us even if we've been knocked down and set back on our feet again. God's word will cause us to once again stand erect and upright. God's word will release so much power in our lives that it will put us back on level ground. And once we're back on our feet, God's Word then becomes our instruction in righteousness. I'm hurrying, so you just got to catch this, all right? It's, you get the, get the podcast. You can listen to it over and over again, or CD. 
The word instruction here is translated to train a child, to educate a child, or to give a child everything necessary to prepare him or her for life. Now, the Greek word simply refers to this, to child training or the process of getting a child ready for life so afterward he or she can be sent out fully equipped and successfully live as he or she was taught and trained to do. Church is one place and reading your Bible is another place. Church is something we do publicly we're trained, but the Bible reading plan is where you're privately trained Amen. And educated to be successful in living the life that God has for us. All right? Now, the word righteousness means this, that which is right or just. It refers to right living or just living. It epitomizes those who live by a righteous standard that results in upright living. So, taken together, instruction in righteousness would would. Well, it could be said this way, God's, as God's word is taken into our hearts and applied to our lives in a, bio, a daily Bible reading plan, it fully equips us to successfully live by a higher standard that leads to upright, godly, and clean living. Now, isn't that a, a, a good thing? Now, don't think it in a negative way that God raised a higher standard for you. See, the devil wants to, you to live down in the low land and swamp of sickness and disease. But I choose to live on the high ground of health and healing. Amen. Healing and health and life. Amen. Are you listening? Amen. Did you hear uh, uh, the Lord's daughter say, this is the year I'm getting rid of this completely. Yes, right. Amen. Are you listening? Not just having to learn to live with it, cope with it. The best the world can do is help you cope with it, honey. Because they don't have any answers to completely get rid of it. Amen. There, was no, there is no coexistence in, in uh, heaven with anything from the devil. And sickness and disease of any kind, pain is from the devil. Period. Amen. Now let's pull all these words together and these word meanings together in 2 Timothy 3 and 16 and try to finish on time here. The interpretive translation could read this way. Now, I want you to just listen to what I'm saying right now. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God or breathed by God. It is the breath, the wind words, amen, of God. And is mandatory, essential, and an absolute requirement for those things we affirm and believe to be true. It brings reproof, conviction, and censure to our lives. It can take anyone, including those who have been knocked flat on their backs in life, and it can set them back up on their feet again, regardless of how long they have been down and out. The Word of God will make them once again stand erect and upright. Let me add in this word upright. No good thing will He withhold from those who walk uprightly. Now that doesn't mean, you know, uh, how we think of it, some religious term, you know, the holier than thou and all that. It means those that the Word has stood you back up on your feet. You're standing in faith and you're saying, God, I believe and affirm your Word is absolutely true. Now, no good thing will be withheld from a person like that. Are you listening? Amen. It will, Psalms 84. It will put them back on level ground, 
fully equipping them to successfully live life by a higher standard that lead that leads to upright, godly, and clean living. Seeing the benefits, then, of God's Word, there's no other book in the world like the Bible. It literally has the power to change our lives and put us on the path for success. Decide today to make God's Word a central part of your everyday existence. Life gets busy. But should never get too busy to exclude or that, we re, or that we neglect the Word of God in a very in a personal and practical practical level of Bible daily Bible reading. Now, Pastor Ron's going to come. Let's get started right this year. Let's get started right right now. Amen. The gospel, the Bible says, this is the power of salvation for us who believe the salvation of God faith and trust in Jesus Christ as Lord believing that he came that he lived and he died he was crucified and was raised for us that we who were dead in sins and trespass might live and have the new life and have the new life that he came to give us and the new life that we can have in Him. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's Word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.